In the humanities, data is often not primarily referred to as data, but rather as texts, images, paintings, music, movies, etc. You see, data in humanities can take many forms. The assumption, therefore, is that we need specialized data management for this type of data. In this episode, we identify support systems and their requirements for data management in humanities. By the end of this episode, you should know where to start. Cultural Heritage 2.0 My name is Madeleine Habich. I am part of the Erasmus Plus project Cultural Heritage 2.0. My interview partner for today is Monika Bergmann. Hello, Monika. Hello, Madeleine. Could you briefly introduce yourself? Yes, of course. I have been the data stewardess at the Faculty of Philological and Cultural Studies for nine months now. And my background is in library and information science and German studies. And I've been a librarian or data manager for 23 years now. Today we're talking about data management in humanities. From your experience, what kind of support do the humanities need for data management? And are there any special requirements for the support of the humanities? Uh, well, basically, um, research data management is part of good scientific practice, and this doesn't differ from one discipline to another, and the humanities are diverse. But from my experience, there might be more researchers saying, I don't have any data in the humanities. And as data managers, we use the term data in a much broader term than most people do. For example, in the research data management policy of our university, it says research data comprise all materials that are created in the course of academic work. And some people think that I only support projects and researchers in the digital humanities, but I work for many people that either don't identify as digital humanists and or are simply not digital humanists. So I think the, the term data is understood differently. And also non-digital sources play a higher part in the research, I guess. But through the use of archives, I think there's a higher understanding for the need of preservation. So this is easier maybe in the humanities to <laughs> have people consider that preservation is a, a good thing. You mentioned that some people think they don't have data or they don't think of, of data when they think of their materials. So if you think of data, what could that be? I think of, for example, digitized images of scanned literature, of your literature or a reference manager, of interviews, of questionnaires, <laughs> of photos. Many researchers have photo collections in my faculty from all over the world. Also archival resources, also photos from others, for example, citizen science projects. I think many people think of data as something that can be measured or comes out of a sensor or some measuring tool. Yes, I think that's a, that's a good point because that's also something I would think of when I think of data. I asked a colleague who does data management support for longer if she had any person who really didn't have any data 
when writing the data management plan. And she said there was only one in her whole history, and it was a philosopher. His project was really thinking about the world and writing a book. <laughs> so he really, he was the only person who didn't have any data. And the research funder also accepted it. Because normally people say, ah, I don't have any data. But he says, oh, well, you have. But this person really didn't have any, and it was the only one. <laughs> That's a really, really nice example. Yes, I can imagine that uh, people think they don't have data, but they have. Coming back to our questions, what are the most common problems that come up? From my quite short experience at our faculty, there are two main lines of questions I get. The first one is just support for data management plans because people read the templates and the um, information that goes with it, but they so they don't really have an understanding of data. So they need support for that. And the other half is uh, about preservation of web applications in a broader sense. So for example, elaborate project websites or especially in my case, the digital editions because a project website is one thing, but if you have the digital edition, which is really the project, the point of the research project, and this is digital on a website and you need to preserve it, and it's, it's really difficult. So about half of, my, of the questions I receive are about that. There's not really the one solution <laughs> we can offer. So it's all a bit project dependent, but also just many things are in development. So we try to offer those researchers a, um, a solution, but there is not, not one out of the box. I can really see where the benefit is when it comes to your position. This is very beneficial to everybody. Even if the, in the short time I am here, I, I see that one of the benefits of having a data stewardess is that, there's, that I'm the central go-to person. So people, it, it goes around that I'm here and they can ask me and I know which department to ask, for example, in the computer center. Because sometimes people come to me and they already have asked in the computer center, but the wrong department. And so they got an answer that was not satisfying, that was not wrong from the computer center side, but it was not the answer they needed. And so and I know whom to contact and whom to ask. Uh, many people are, are very happy uh, to have one person they need to remember. <laughs> and they can go to. And so this is really, I think this is a huge benefit of this, of the data stewardship program here. What do you think um, are the benefits of data management in humanities? I know it's something that has to be done. So I thought about this quite a long time and I'm not sure if it really differs from other disciplines. So it's, it's of course the transparency and the preservation and, and so maybe in the humanities, the, the Preservation is even more important because many researchers work with documents from several hundred years ago, so they know about the importance of preservation. I think it's important because it hasn't been done for, yeah, but I don't think it really differs from other disciplines that much. But I read an interesting article where from Martin Donnelly, and he points out that, for example, data reuse is nothing new for the humanities when considering, for example, intertextuality and sampling. So I also have the music department, so sampling is kind of a data reuse in the humanities. And somehow thinking about the practices that are already there and combining them with the modern data management 
approaches is beneficial for the humanities. One last question. If our listeners are interested after this podcast to dive deeper into the subject, where can they find more information on data management? As a starting point, I would recommend the DARIA campus. Uh, DARIA stands for Digital Research Infrastructure for the Arts and Humanities. And it was initiated as a European Research Infrastructure Consortium in 2014. And on the DARIA campus website, you find trustworthy open learning resources. I recommend starting with the DARIA Pathfinder to Data Management Best Practices in the, in the Humanities. Just make a web search for DARIA campus and you will find it. Thank you, Monica, for this very interesting talk. I'm sure everybody knows now how important your job is. And uh, thank you for taking the time and sharing your knowledge with us. Thanks for inviting me. Culture2.0.eu